Alright, welcome back everybody to another chit chat with the Clean Slate Podcast. I am your host. Why do you sound like a circus performer? Oh, Um, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Just yeeted my iPad. Yeah, see, that was karma. Welcome to the Clean Slate with your hosts, Daniel Garza and Carson Phillips, providing you with movie news, reviews, and more. Sit back, relax, and don't forget to go to the concessions to get your popcorn and drinks. For your entertainment, this is the Clean Slate Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> What's up, guys? We are back with another chit chat. We know you missed us, but we are on our way to the 90s. We just finished up the 80s. I hope you guys like that series. The 80s were honestly my favorite series so far. I but, really enjoyed it. You know, yeah. it's a good decade overhyped decade yeah but a good one but the movies we chose i was very very pleased with for the for the most part wasn't there one that i did not like from the 80s yeah yeah you didn't like the shining yeah the sh- no i like the shining i didn't like <laughs> you Jack edited Nicholson. out all your bad takes you <laughs> no, edited I mean, out all your bad takes that is not true i stand <laughs> i stood by so my take on not liking what's his face in this movie in that movie uh anyway Okay, guys, so we are going to be talking about anything. We're back on the chit-chat, so we're just kind of an impromptu. Can you not eat in the mic, Carson? Um, I have to edit yeah. that out. <laughs> no, leave it in. Leave it in. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Some anyway. people like that on, like, OnlyFans. Yeah, that's true. Our, we yeah, do go a to clean slate, uh, OF. clean slate at OnlyFans.com. Right. And it's just us masticating. Yeah. Pretty much. That oh, means guys, chewing. In in film news, the entire world is on oh, yeah. strike right now for for. The yeah, that's pretty industry. wild. I yeah. actually was getting emailed to be a background actor, and they were asking for better photos. Yeah. And then the next email I got was like, "JK, JK, you're on. You can't do this. You'd be a scab." That's crazy. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, fun," but you know. Did you see the Oppenheimer premiere where they all walked out like in mid premiere? No way. Because that's when the strike hit. It was like the middle of the premiere somewhere in Europe, I believe. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. So isn't it kind of related to Black Mirror? Like people, like Hollywood wants to use their faces even after. Here's what's going on. Yeah. Let everybody know. So you know how there's, well, one they're not getting paid good residuals at all for streaming. I think I saw oh, Mandy okay. Moore from uh, last of us. She only got, she was getting checks of like pennies on the like le- legit pennies from this is us, which is an incredibly popular show on streaming and yeah. when it was on TV, but on streaming, it had probably more viewers than regular TV. And she was just legit getting like pennies for thousands and thousands of views and stuff. That's crazy. So that's kind of, insane so there's that complaint same thing that's the same complaint that the writers have is like they're not getting good percentage rates which i get it like sometimes these contracts are hard to figure out but with streaming like they're they're holding back like they're not giving them anything well and then on top of that oh yeah keep, keep this going. this is where it gets into the uh the black mirror like literally yeah, we're gonna be talking gonna talk about, about this later today guys so you know if it doesn't make sense stay tuned because we're gonna be talking about what all this is in black mirror it's it's pretty wild. So it started out with them making a con. Basically, there's this whole idea 
that if you're a background SAG actor, they can scan you at the, uh, so basically like for background acting, it's like day rates. You just show up for the day you work. You might not get a callback for another day, whatever. Yeah. But it's only like a hundred something bucks. Yeah. It's like a pretty chill thing, but they're making it like mandatory now or they're trying to where they would sign away their likeness automatically as a background actor and they'd be able to scan you, your face and your body and add you into more scenes throughout the movie if they wanted to without compensating you. Yeah, that's insane. And, and so uh, SAG is like, hey, if they're going to do that, they're not going to stop at background actors. AI is going to replace legit, like, actors. famous actors. Yeah. Like, big actors. Um, and so it's not a ridiculous, like, I, th- I don't think it's ridiculous at all. I think, like, what they're fighting for is totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob Iger sucks. Uh, yeah, he kind of. Oh, you got to be careful on that. You actually work for, aren't you technically on oh. an NDA? No, I could talk about it if I think he sucks. Oh, okay. I think <laughs> I'll consult with my lawyers. Um, right. Yeah, so he came out and was like, "Oh, they're complaining. They don't. They make too much money. Yada yada yada." Meanwhile, he makes literally like thirty million dollars a year, like sixty right. million dollars a year, like one of the the highest paid people like on the planet. Like, chill, dude. <laughs> it's kind yeah, of insane. That's, like that's obviously crazy. some actors make a ton of money but that you can't dismiss like the little actors you know like the tv mm-hmm. actors and stuff yeah or writers sure. writers don't make crap yeah and you know what's funny too is in regards to the writers um well it's not funny but i heard it it's like there's going to be very little room if not any room for um for improv the like the, yeah, the writers they can't well because I was hearing, now production's completely shut down though. Yeah, but for like Deadpool three, that was in production mm-hmm. but stopped because of the strike. Um, yeah, they were saying that Ryan Reynolds can't even improv in Deadpool three because it's I saw it's that going against um, what the writers are wanting, which is kind of well, crazy he, because. Well, it's because he gets writing credit on the film. Ryan right. Reynolds does. Right, so and I'm sure if he, he gets was like, the improv. Yeah. Well, anytime, yeah, anytime an actor improvs, they get writing credit. They have to. It was like mm-hmm. the law. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, no, there's... there's a ton of stuff that's shut down, though. Like, like, I was just thinking, like, the new Lord of the Rings season two was supposed to come out in, like, a couple years. Like, that was going to be a long production. But now yeah. I'm like, it's going to be, like, a decade or something. <laughs> yeah, seriously. All the actors are going to be dead by the time it actually comes out. Like, Euphoria. We, me and Alyssa were talking about um, Oh yeah. how... All the actors are going to be super old now for the yep. next season, or like Stranger Things. Yeah, they're going to be like legit, like forty year olds or something. Okay, uh, yeah, guys. So that is what's happening in Hollywood right now. So all these yeah, it's not movies, good. Um, actually, strike, 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 strike. One of our We're fellow, going on strike. Yeah, exactly. One of our fellow podcasts, these the the guys mm-hmm. that I like. Um, oh, the yeah, Raiders of the Lost podcast. Um, they were talking about the whole thing, and they're actually out there striking. Like, really? With, yeah, it's kind of. But they make cool good money from their podcast too, so like it would make sense to go out there. Yeah, I think so, and they're really good, genuine guys. Like, I really like a lot of their stuff that they do. Um, they're actually. We should go out there. I'll go uh, with you. Do uh, yeah. <laughs> Holy, My was that so. Satan? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that sounded scary. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah. Oh wait, before. Cool. 
before we move on to other news, did you see, because your whole thing about Deadpool reminded me, did you see the photo of Hugh Jackman in the yellow yes, Wolverine suit? dude, yes. Kind of, kind of excited. It looks goofy, but I'm happy. I am very excited for that. I think it's going to be so, it's going to be, it's going to be kind of what we've all been wanting for a while because they've been like doing jabs at each other for years, like in mm-hmm. their commercials. They're always, you know, like on Instagram together or something like that. And I feel oh, like yeah. we just need a movie with them together in like their respective roles yeah and not the wolverine origins movie version exactly exactly so um you you know uh, i think it'll be what's we call it a good thing i was looking at like like just my news feed and something came up like the logan director's kind of bummed in some ways because he's like we sold logan as being the last wolverine performance by hugh jackman he's like now it doesn't matter but yeah. I feel like this is going to be like a different version of the character anyways, is my guess. We'll see. He looks young. They're making him look younger. Are they de-aging him? I don't know if they're de-aging him, but they're not like... Like Logan, they made him look super old. Yeah, he was so old in Logan. And that's not like how he looks normally. So it'll be interesting. Uh, he is kind of getting old, though. Like I was oh, watching I'm some sure he can't stuff do stuff recently. like this. But yeah, guys, in other news, the movies right now of the summer are out right now and it's kind of cool like we got what do we got spider-verse oppenheimer spider-verse mission barbie uh, mission impossible uh dead mission impossible yeah i'm so excited for that barbie Uh, i'm technically uh, going to see oppenheimer i will well that was kind of a flop but it flopped but i heard it's actually decent i heard it's like enjoyable yeah i did too um, I will have technically, by the time this airs, have seen Oppenheimer yesterday. Me too. I, the then, day this comes out, I will be sitting in a seat watching Barbie yeah. and Oppenheimer back to back. Okay, I'm I'm doing back to back days. So on Thursday, we're going, me and Rebecca and the baby and my parents, we're going to go see it. And then Friday, we're going to be seeing You're going to watch Barbie. Oppenheimer with the baby? <laughs> yeah, we're getting her headphones, so just in case it's super loud. It's going to be loud, dude. No, Alyssa and I got a double feature going on. So Saturday, we're going to start with Barbie at like 10 a.m. And we're watching it in Hollywood uh, at the source. Usually at at that AMC, they will have like actors and stuff come in or like people that work on the film. Probably not now. Yeah, right now will probably be a touchy (laughs) time. That's kind of a bummer. But yeah, so we're going to do that and then watch Oppenheimer right after. So we're doing a double feature. That'll be cool. Yeah, I'm excited for them. I'm I was briefing my parents and Rebecca on it. I was like, listen, I really want to go see this movie. I think it's gonna be an amazing movie. But oh, yeah. even in some of the things that they're talking about it, I was like, it's not gonna be filled with like action or anything. They they even described it as a character study. So Yeah, one hundred percent. It's gonna be slow. But from I am everything curious, that I'm hearing, like, it's like the movie of the century right now. Oh yeah. It's all practical effects. Did you see that? I know, which is zero CGI. That's insane. He just nuked Japan for a third time. (laughs) He's like, let's go. (laughs) Um, Did you, so do you think, how much of that do you think they're going to show? Like, stop. (laughs) How much of the, how much of the nuking do you think they'll show? That's my question. I think. Because I heard it described as a horror film at one point. So I'm like, is the end going to be disturbing maybe? I think personally what they're going to do is kind of like it's almost scene transitionings of the because right every single trailer is showing the close up of the fire or the explosion. But it looks more like the test to me. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like 
you know, if it'll like go from one scene of it going and then like showing that or whatever, I think it'll be kind of like like a PTSD almost. Yeah, kind of, or a foreshadowing. But that um, might be cool. Yeah, what do you, you know, think? Actually, I have a recommendation for everybody if you okay. can stomach like intense, inappropriate humor <laughs> at times. But there's a podcast I listen to. It's called The Last Podcast on the Left. They usually cover true crime. Uh, oh, nice. But they recently did an, an Oppenheimer series. It was like a five-part podcast series. And so if you want to get like a good historical background on it, I'd recommend giving that a listen. It's They go into detail about the fallout a lot, which is pretty brutal. So yeah. maybe skip that. But as far as like the history of like the science and like some of the espionage stuff that was going on, they cover it all and it's crazy it's yeah like, from what i hear what i hear this insane. is like a pretty accurate mm-hmm. to history movie yeah one of the books they used from that podcast they used as like a source mm. the author went and watched like an early screening and he said that it was like super historically accurate yeah that's cool that's always reassuring to know that like the stuff you're i mean going i trust yeah, is not going to be so outlandish. But I did hear something that it is. Um, I trust Nolan. Like the black and white scenes are actually accurate to what happened, mm-hmm. like exactly. But then the scenes that aren't are speculative. Yeah, exactly. You know what else is those black and white scenes? Is the first time we have uh, anything shot on black and white IMAX film. Whoa. Okay. So the, the whole film was shot on IMAX um, yeah. cameras. On film, which is like super wide. I don't know if you've seen the actual like. Yeah, did you uh, see the picture of how so long it actually wide. is? Yeah, I guess they couldn't fit it in some of the theaters that were playing it on film. Like they yeah. had to like modify the projectors. I mean, obviously, most people watch this digitally. But, right. But I like, saw the, the whole thing. Projection. Like the whole roll of the film is about five. Oh, it's pounds. huge. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. insane. Um, so, so very yeah. excited. Cool mm-hmm. technology behind it. Yeah, guys. So in other news, I feel like we kind of have to talk about this. The controversial movie that's been flooding the the nation um, since July 4th. Sound of Freedom. Two girls, one cup. Co- oh. oh. Did that wow. come out on July 4th? Yeah, it did. Um, huh. It actually... So it's a movie about sex trafficking. It's kind of crazy, like, the story of it. Because it's a true story. It's From what I've heard, it's pretty accurate. Um, but just like the, I'm not a, consp- I'm not trying to be conspiracy theorist on this, but like it's, it's been getting a tough time at the movie theaters, like hundreds, if not thousands of videos are, of people are like, that's the, fake dude. dude I don't think it be. is. I don't think it is. You think AMC is perfectly shut, uh, I don't purposely think AMC, shutting down the movie? No, no, no. Cause that's but, what all the videos are. Yeah, exactly. But it is kind of odd, right? It's not like so many people are going to just make up pulling the fire alarm or the the lights going on and off or the AC going out. With TikTok videos, I would not be surprised if it was all just them doing it for the video. <laughs> I just don't know how they would. You just like how would they all fire alarm. orchestrate that? Well, yeah, th- what someone's going to be willing to go to, like do a felony for a yes. TikTok video for a movie? <laughs> yes. Anyway, dude. have you seen these kids? They eat Tide Pods. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's your generation. Oh, we're wild, man. Anyway, so um, yeah, it's a pretty. I mean, it's made a ton movie, of money, and yeah, it's it's already done. It's beaten out um, Indiana Jones the first opening weekend. Um, I will say, I'm not really surprised by how much money it made because it has two built-in audiences that seem to 
like this kind of thing. So it just makes sense to me that it would make money. Yeah. But the motive here is different, I feel like, than a lot of other Christian movies. Because I wouldn't say this is a Christian yeah. movie per se. Um, it's not. It's obviously not the it's best adjacent, film in the world. It's adjacent, for sure, though. But it's a good story. Um, I think it's being promoted by Pure Flix, so it kind of falls in line with at least their branding. No, it's Angel Studio. Angel Studios, yeah, that which is owned by Pure Flix. Is it? I think. I don't think so. I think they're either that or their partners. You know, there are um that company got sued for that's another story. I'll tell you later. Okay. Um. Anyway, so yeah, it's just really weird. Um. It's it's getting a lot of bad rap. The our our other friends at the Raiders of the Lost podcast. Um. I oh yeah, I saw that they them. watched it. Did yeah, they, they like watched it. it. Yeah, they endorsed it. They're like, go check it out. It's a really great film. And then they lost apparently a, a good amount of followers because they were supporting this film. And they're like, I mean, it's just a movie, chill. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, people are like, okay, I didn't know you guys were right wingers, you know. And they, for the mo- from what I know of, they're not. But anyway, I messaged. They're for sure not. They're for sure not. No, yeah, exactly. And so I messaged they're, them on they're probably Instagram. The opposite. I was like, yo. Like, so happy you guys are supporting this film. Like, I really appreciate it. Like, or not appreciate it, but like, you know, admire that. And they're like, thanks, pal. And I was like, yeah, I don't know where all this stuff is coming from, all these people. And then they're like, yeah, neither do we. But anyway, so (laughs) they're like, yeah, we'll go back to the Raiders of the Lost podcast for responding. You should send them this this episode. Yeah, I will. And then we can guest on their podcast and we can like piggyback off of their like thousands. Yeah, all their fame. They have yeah. a couple million followers on TikTok. That's crazy. That's why we need to get on there. Yeah. <laughs> that is your job, Carson. I All right, we guys. Well, we have spent a good 20 minutes on chit-chatting. Uh, anything else, Carson, before we move into Black Mirror? I feel like something happened. Oh, just today. This is kind of backtracking our conversation. This is what I heard. Disney is potentially selling some of their properties to Apple, such as FX and ABC. Oh, what? And Freeform, which is just ABC. But yeah, like it's just teens. yeah, young ABC. Interesting. Why would they do that? They're, I guess they're, they don't have money. <laughs> Apple know. or Disney doesn't? Well, I guess Apple Disney would have doesn't. the money. Yeah, Apple has plenty of money. Yeah, they're also kind of killing it right now too with their their um originals. Yeah, that's all I got. That's our that is our n- movie news for uh this chit chat. Um so now we're going to get right in to Black Mirror. Um Yes, sir. Let me pull uh, up this the is the what season is this? An episode, season 5, 6? Um it is season 6. So I think around season three is when Black Mirror went from being a BBC show to being a Netflix exclusive. So this is the Got it. the third season of it being Netflix original only on Netflix. Yeah, and you can tell like if you go back and rewatch them, you can tell the change. You're like, oh, this kind of has a different vibe now. But for right. me, this season has the like the biggest shift for well, me as far as vibe goes. Break it down for me then, because technically, I only started watching back in let me see season five season five was my first season and i watched the um the movie what was the black mirror movie bandersnatch the interactive yes 
That one's cool. I like that one. You know, they reference it in this season. I can't remember what episode, but there's a couple references to it. Yeah, I but did um, it. yeah. So, for those of you who aren't familiar with Black Mirror at all, I would consider it almost like a spiritual sequel to what Twilight Zone is, except for usually, not always, but for the majority of the time, the focus is on uh, technology and a yeah and how it has affected human culture at this well, point. Well, the whole idea is Black Mirror being the screen of your phone is mm-hmm. black. And so whenever exactly. you're, it's not on, it's a mirror. And so that's kind of where they got the whole name for it, which is cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool idea. And it's very... A lot of the episodes are kind of deep in a lot of ways. Like, yeah, they're made to spark conversation, usually. Um, different directors for each episode. I think it's been the same showrunner for a lot of them. I don't know if every season's the same showrunner. Yeah, uh, this there's been a pretty big gap between seasons as well, but it used to be like only like three episodes per season, like very like what the British show used to do. They do, they do like very short seasons. Um, when I went to Netflix, we got a few more episodes, but yeah. So I it's I would just compare it basically a more adult Twilight Zone. If you're gonna start the show for the first time, skip episode one and come back to it later because that one will turn you off from the show most likely. Got um, it. But there's a lot of like political themes or like societal themes throughout. Um, yeah, for sure. And I don't know if it ever tells you exactly what to think. I think it's just more like it's more it's laying not a it out there show. for you. Yeah, it's like this is what the future we're heading to, and this is a story that takes place in that future. Yeah, that's exactly. what I would say. Anyway, all right, not cool. that it's all science fiction though either. Some of it's pretty grounded. Yeah, but this I except mean, for this season, season <laughs> the is... season's like supernatural almost. Yeah, it it definitely gets to that realm and it's really cool though just about every episode i liked besides um there's only one i didn't like i think besides season i mean episode four is that the one with the the what a troubled starlet is dodged by an invasive paparazzi well oh yes that's my least favorite one that's horrible it's not horrible it's just really weird no, um, it wasn't even that weird. It was just kind of boring. Yeah. We'll get we'll talk about that another time. But yeah, yeah. Because we're yeah. only gonna talk about the first two episodes, all right? Yep. Today, guys, we are just covering I mean, these things, these episodes are pretty much movies. So we're just gonna talk about the first two. So the first episode of Black Mirror season six is called Joan is Awful. An average woman is stunned to discover a global streaming platform has launched a prestige TV drama adaptation of her life in which she is portrayed by a Hollywood A-lister, Salma Hayek. Weirdly meta. Yeah, right? Netflix made it, and they're, like, making fun of Netflix. Streamberry. Streamberry, yeah, seriously. It's really funny, because it's pretty much the exact same logo, except for it's just an S instead of an N. Um, and like the UI of the app and everything, yeah. Legit, but all it looks like Netflix. But this movie, I mean this this uh, episode has a lot of good actors in it or A listers really. It has Salma Hayek, yeah. Michael Sarah, Himesh Patel, mm-hmm. um, Michael Sarah. I forgot, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I was so happy when he showed up. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was hilarious. Such a random character for him to be too it was great um so guys pretty much what this episode ended up being was spoilers yes spoilers from now on you kind of wake up in joan's life and she's just kind of going through our day you kind of find out that she's not the greatest person ever she's kind of awful 
Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes Not home that bad, but. to her fiance and is all like, hey, let's watch something on Streamberry. And they find a, you know, a very lookalike icon of Salma Hayek who looks the same hairstyle as Joan and it's called Joan is Awful. Just a different race. <laughs> Pretty much. And then she watches it. They watch it and it's like tit for tat everything that she did throughout the day and it shows how bad the things that she were. Like she got... Like she private met up with stuff an, as well. Yeah, she met up with a new or an ex-boyfriend. She also mm-hmm. um, fired some girl but kind of came off a little bit like careless about it. So it... it then spirals well, and then her into business's her information gets released too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, so she she um, what is it called? Breaks NDA contracts through yeah. that. Um, <laughs> and crazy. then she pretty much is like, "What's going on?" It spirals her entire life because every episode comes out every night, and it's just a repeat of the entire thing that happened that day. And she's like, "What is what is happening?" So, in the end, we find out that. Well, do you want to describe the end? I don't know if I will describe it as well. So, well, before we get to the end, she also starts to do like goes to extreme measures because she's like, oh, Selma is not going to play this character if I do something like obscene. Um, But then you find out Selma's actually like AI generated. So it's not even her acting. And then. Yeah, so like she poops in a church or something like that, right? Yeah, she's just like gross in like a church. She poops and poops, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's pretty vile, but um, it was for like to get the attention, yeah, uh, to stop it, but it didn't work because it turns out this is all like at the very end you find out it's all computer generated acting, so she's not even a real person. Right, she is part of the algorithm, and there's somebody else outside of this computer system who is her in real life, like a very normal girl whose entire life is being turned into a TV show against her will. So there's like multiple layers to this computer system where there's like an actor playing or there's like the regular girl. Then there's the computer where there's someone who thinks they're regular. Then there's actors. And then it, it keeps, I think it's like what five layers or something weird. Yeah. I think it was three tiers actually, but she basically destroys all these tiers and essentially kills herself, but yeah, shuts down this AI generating, content which is kind of uh when we were talking earlier about the strike it's eerily similar in some ways yeah i just dropped a cheese it on the dirty floor <laughs> i'm gonna cry anyway but yeah there's there, there's some strange like real life stuff going on like this is like a, the documentary of right now <laughs> and it's not that far off from like where we're going either yeah, so. that's true. I mean, it's kind of what the strike is about right now. So it's mm-hmm. interesting to like that this had just dropped only what a month ago, and now yeah. it's almost no, it, happening like, predicted in real life. Everything. Um, yeah. Okay. So, what are your thoughts? Likes, dislikes? Honestly, I overall really liked it. I thought it was one of the funnier Black Mirror episodes I've seen, which is yeah. typically not a funny show. Typically, you leave an episode feeling not good. Um, yeah, pretty uneased. And I, I left this one like, like, yeah, that's scary that that could happen. But overall, it was kind of done in like a cheeky manner that I enjoyed. And I thought it was a, a good change of pace. Uh, I'd give it like a four out of five, honestly. Like, I really enjoyed it. I thought the performances were good. I thought the story was good. I do kind of wish the end solution may have been a little bit different. 
Yeah. I'm not sure how I would personally change the story, but I, I feel like they just figured out, they were just like, we have to end this somehow. Like we have to end the episode. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely a concept I want to see explored more. And I know actually you can sign up yourself for a stream Barry thing yeah. right now and like have a show made of your life. I don't know how that works. I, I saw it pop up somewhere, but <laughs> I'm too, I'm too scared. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Kind of similar feelings. I think, I think it was a great way to start off the new Black Mirror. Um, mm, I agree, because yeah. you find out that it's all the way that they're getting all this information is through your phone or your laptop at home, whatever you're like connected to all, that can record your information. It captures yeah. all that and writes out scripts based on what's happening throughout the day. Um, so it was a really good, it didn't feel that long of an episode, um, even though no. it was almost an hour, but it, yeah, it, it was a good length. Some yeah. of these other episodes feel super long yes. compared to this one. Yes. Um but it was it was overall really really good. It wasn't too intense, it wasn't too crazy, but it was funny. It had a good like black mirror quote unquote twist on it. And now I mean everybody's talking about it again because of what's happening through the strike. Um Oh yeah. You know the writers are like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> I know, right? Thank God we're so relevant. <laughs> That's how I'd feel. Be like, look at me. Yeah, anyway. so yeah, it's one. Of, it's a good start to the season. You know, what's funny is I know in previous seasons in the past, the episodes you get would be in different orders depending on your what you watch on like your algorithm and stuff. Interesting. Yeah, um, that's a whole thing. But okay, so do you have any other closing thoughts on this episode? No, but I would love to watch a Daniel is awful. Like that'd be a good show. It would be horrible. It's just you pooping for like half of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, cool. Us us trying to figure out the podcast for like four hours of the show. Right. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So let it let's move on to episode two. It is called Lock Henry. And mm. it is here's the log line. A young couple travel to a sleepy Scottish town to start work on a nature documentary, but find themselves drawn to a juicy local story involving shocking events of the past. Ooh, this one was good. I really liked this, this one. one was so good. Um, okay. Break it down for us, Carson. Okay. So in this, this is our second episode in the season. Um, it doesn't really have a technology focus. Really? Kinda. It actually kind of does. It does at the end. A, at the end, and I would say, from like just from a broad view, this is a kind of a interesting discussion around how we interact with true crime. But it doesn't start that way at all. It's a very normal film. You have this boyfriend girlfriend duo. They go back to his hometown. They kind of want to do this dumb nature documentary. They're film students. Um, whatever, right? So they're just doing this normal project. And then eventually they're like, well, maybe we should talk about this weird killer guy. And you find out that the boyfriend, I don't remember his name right now, but his dad was involved in this case and and was hurt from this case. And like Murdered. had some stuff happen to him. Well, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. He gets sick and dies, right? Yeah. And then <laughs> a lot there's like nothing that happens at first and then a lot happens so it's kind of like hard to explain completely the full plot 
but basically you find out his dad and his mom were capturing people and filming them and torturing them and stuff. Yep. Like straight up like sadisms. And you don't see a lot of it, but the, what you do see is terrifying. And his mom is still alive. And so there's at one point where him and his girlfriend get separated. And she's basically faced with this evil old woman. Uh, kind of like X. <laughs> it reminded me of yeah. X a little bit at that point. Yeah, kind of. But super creepy. And she, you just kind of see her piece all all the pieces together like this puzzle gets laid out where you don't really know that it's the mom until the last second yeah as our main actress figures it out you kind of figure it out at the same time you're like oh crap that mask and that Mm -hmm. i had no idea what was coming very scary but then at the very end of the the episode it kind of does a flip where this documentary does get made about this case because of what happened to the girlfriend um and he's in it he's like a and he gets like awards and stuff and people are treating him like this prize pony almost yeah at these awards show for being a part of this true crime documentary and you can tell his life is ruined and it's very interesting yeah but cool episode very creepy kind of funny at times but also super subtle for like the first half yeah and i don't know if you want me to talk about this so if you don't just tell me but this is something that i noticed throughout a lot of the episodes but this is the first one Uh where it takes on that there are these episodes are kind of oddly have a racial like character or biased character in every single episode like the mom in this one when he first brings over his girlfriend she's a you know she's like racist she's like black and she's like oh you brought over one of them i just never thought i would see you you know like some stuff like that but it was like really weird because the tone of that is in every single episode most of the Mm. episodes not every single one i think it was two three the demon one has it it's like a main part of the demon one's plot actually we're not we're not talking about that one are we no no. well i mean we will but not in this i really like that episode yeah that was that was a fun one anyway um so overall i think it was such a good story because he goes there eventually or he goes there with the intent of making a documentary about something else like nature landscape you know old scottish towns but then they come across this crime and then they just kind of like a lot of people just dive straight into the true crime of it all this would happen to us oh it has happened to us like we've done this. Um No, I'm just saying we would die because of this. Oh yeah. I would probably be It the wouldn't anyway. even be our film that comes out. It would be like, yeah, someone else's and it'd be like, dang, bro. <laughs> Not worth it. Not worth it at all. Right. So this one was pretty good. Um it did have a like a what is it, Pearls X kind of feel to it, or more X. Um Yeah. A little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, but it's a good I think this one's a good scary one there's always like one scary episode in these this was definitely the scariest one yeah for sure especially if you watch it late at night um but i i really did enjoy the commentary on like true crime stuff because i indulge in watching true crime documentaries and podcasts um, i have lately and books like it's something that i enjoy but it's kind of like how he's dehumanized at the end there is very yeah. interesting to me and how, like, this wasn't even a subject matter he wanted to cover, and it felt like this story is juicier. People are going to like this more and care about this more because it's blood and guts, which there's there's definitely something to be explored there. I kind of wish they explored it more, but, you know, you only have so many minutes of an episode. 
Yeah, I feel like that's... I liked the track, at least. Like, where we were going was very captivating. Yeah, and I think that's something that Black Mirror does well in, is they create a one short, very, very interesting piece. And they kind of always Mm -hmm. want... Like, they leave you wanting more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I want to see more of this. Exactly. Um so, but it's, it, I think at the same time, it's like a double-edged sword. Like if we got more, maybe we wouldn't love it as much because they went in too mm. depth or they took a weird turn. Like the, these episodes well, like, are just vague enough to where it's like, what? Mm-hmm. Well, that's just like Twilight Zone. At the end, you kind of have this hook that gets you like at the very end, not a cliffhanger, but like something more to grasp onto. And you're like, yeah, I wish there was more. But that that's what makes you watch the next episode and yeah, the next one. Yeah, for sure. Because it's just an endless cycle of these really really creative ideas um okay so overall after watching these first two i had a lot of hope for this season i was i well i binged the whole season in i think a night or two yeah i watched all of it except for one episode in one night yeah which was i was late i think i was live texting you at one point we were both texting (laughs) right didn't we end up like yeah we're texting up a little bit yeah so I'm uh, very crap. impressed with these first two episodes. They they carried the the beginning of the season. Um, the only it's thing a good start. Yeah, the only thing is is just it's sad that we only get a Black Mirror season every like two three years, and they're only five or six episodes. I know, and I will be honest. This season compared to past ones isn't as good overall. Okay, to me, I do like a lot of the episodes. If it was any other show, I'd probably love them even more. Right. But I just there was certain like Black Mirror ish that I was wish wishing for more because these yeah. first two episodes they kind of get at it, but some of the later ones go down very different paths. Yeah, um, that's for sure. Basically, all the later ones except for one <laughs> goes down a different path, I guess. But yeah, over overall though, these first two episodes are pretty great. Nice. All right, cool guys. Well, that is gonna do it for this month's chit chat. We hope you enjoyed it, and hey. If you haven't listened to the 80s um, decade series, go back and listen to it. We got a lot of cool movies in there. And coming up next week, we start our 90s decades, which is going to conclude our decade series for the month of um, August, but for the summer, I guess. And uh, Are there any decades we missed that you guys want us to watch? Go back to the 20s, 30s. (laughs) We can. There, There is films. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, guys, so you'll want to keep up with that. We're going to be posting that every single Friday and we, we should start our short slates back up again, maybe like next month or maybe in September. A little bitty. Uh, Yeah. But guys, the Um. big, the big news, (laughs) the big announcement. Well, do you want to announce your, Oh yeah. I got married y'all. Yeah, guys. In, in Vegas. Congratulate in Vegas. Carson on his marriage life. Ooh, you know, what's funny. We started this podcast when you got married, but it was, but it was, uh, those episodes never came out. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then you had a baby while we were recording this podcast and now I'm married while we're recording this podcast. Like it's gone through like, there's a good chunk of life that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we've just been watching movies and talking crap. Like next year, I'll be on my next marriage. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> your next marriage? Yeah. Wait, if this goes forty, if this podcast goes like forty years, we'll probably be three marriages deep. Yeah, for sure. About ten kids in. Oh, God, dude. 
<laughs> my worst nightmare. Great. All right, guys. Well, you'll want to stick around. We got a lot of cool content coming up for you starting next week, and we're going to be talking about heat. So heat. Stay tuned for that, and we will see Al Pacino. you next week. Deuces. That's a clean slate.